Hey everybody, this is your girl Miss Geek And this is Advice from a Spiritual Geek Tonight we're going to talk about a couple things um, That some of you may know, some of you may not know And I'm going to set, uh, how they say, end it the night with a little enlightened advice Tonight we're talking about the Sony and Epic merge and if you know about it, I know you're excited because a lot of people bought stock in it, including myself. Um, Epic and Sony merged two days ago, and everybody was on excited because if you may not know, uh, about a week or a half or so ago, the PlayStation 5 was released. And the way that PlayStation kept an extremely tight lid on it, I think really impressed Epic Gaming. So... Nobody could guess what the PlayStation 5 looked like. They had gag orders on a lot of uh, engineers. Nobody was tweeting it. Nobody, it was just like really, really tight-lipped, quiet type of situation. So when it actually did come out, it was like a breath of fresh air. You know, some people had memes, including myself, um, about, you know, what it looked like. Everybody said it looked like a router, things of that nature. It was very slimline, sleek. But everybody kept saying, oh, I'm going to get it. Oh, you're going to get it. You talk about it, but you're going to get it. Um, it has crossover play. It has play playable games from your PlayStation 4. So all your games that you have now, you can play it on the PlayStation 5. Um, they just released the, the art with the Miles Morales from the Spider-Man universe. Um, that would be one of the first games on the PlayStation 5, which I'm excited also with that. Um, also, they also had... Um, some playable leaks recently and i think that's why a lot of epic games and uh, other people are trying to merge with sony um assassin's creed valhalla um had some leaks uh recently this weekend um somebody leaked a boss battle and they um, leaked some of the gameplay which was not supposed to be leaked until next month um and that's why I think Epic Gaming and Sony merge because Sony don't play. When it comes to their games and things of that nature, I think like they'll sue you and fire you at the same time. They'll do it in a nice, like, extremely nice way. Like, thanks for coming, gotta go, and you're sued and fired at the same time. But at the same time, you have to understand, Epic Games have been putting out really, really nice games. Um... They also were talking with Riot Games and other uh, um, engineering um, gaming companies to merge. Sony's really making big moves behind closed doors. A lot of people don't know and understand. So if you have not bought some stock in Sony or PlayStation or things of that nature, I think you need to do it ASAP because this company is going places. Next, on the roster... Somebody asked me a question the other day, and I was wondering if some of you felt the same way I did. The question was this, when did being a geek and a nerd become a trend? And I was wondering the same thing, because when I was younger, um, being a geek was like the worst thing you could actually be being a geek a dork a nerd like was like one of the worst things on the totem pole nobody wanted to talk to you nobody wanted to be around you nothing of that matter like nothing at all so when 
to be called a geek and a nerd now and everybody's like, oh, it's the thing to be. I love anime. I loved anime when nobody was watching it. I'm talking about as far as the mangas, the comics, all that kind of stuff. I watched the the dubs. I watched the, the subtitles. I watched everything in between. But at the same time, it's just like, this is not fair. But everybody's like, well, everybody's had their own time. No, no, we're not going to sideline this. No, we're not going to do that. Because a lot of people have a lot of bad memories in high school. Being pushed into lockers, lunches being dumped on them, being called a geek and a nerd was like a bad thing. But now it's just like, oh, they have nerd groups. It's so fun. And it's a lot of nerds have become bullies. Like if you haven't noticed, like if you're in a nerd group, and have you noticed how nerd have become bullies and like over sexualized? Like okay, you'll join this group and this group would be so wonderful. This group would just be so so great. And I say about a month into it, they'll start having uh, like food days, like oh, what's your favorite food day or anime day or comic day or something like that and you're you're getting into it and getting into it then out of nowhere you'll have oh let's introduce freaky friday or titty titty tuesday or and you're like wait what like and you and you become so uncomfortable you don't want to say nothing so you pull back like and then oh what happened to you you don't comment anymore all y'all talking about is titties, dicks, and ass. Like, you don't have anything intellectual to talk about except for the comic books, gaming, and, like, nobody wants to talk about nothing intellectual except for sex. And then when you talk about sex, you find out you're not as experienced as everybody else because everybody else has had orgies or threesomes or, like, they've had more than like six or seven partners and you're just sitting there twiddling your thumbs and you're like, okay, like, okay, maybe I am a geek and nerd. Like, is it a bad thing? Like to not have as many partners, but it seems like the norm now because everybody's like sending tick titties and dick pics across the internet and, and like everybody's cheating and, and it's like the norm for people to not want to stay in relationships because it's a trend just like being a geek so when you're in these groups you're telling everybody oh i have somebody oh i'm in a relationship but then they veer off and still flirt i i I don't get it I, i i don't understand like like maybe is it me is it Am, am I the, the abnormal person? Am I the person that's like the glitch in the matrix that don't understand? Like, like where is this normal at? Y'all, y'all gotta help me out. Like, y'all gotta, y'all gotta really like just talk to me. Like, send me emails. Like, um, the email is shegeek79 at gmail. Um, just send me an email. Send me something to 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 understand what's really going on because I don't get this. Like you, you get in a group that says one thing, and then it turns into something completely different. And then when you voice your opinion about it, you're the abnormal one. Oh, loosen up! This, this, and this. They sound just like the people you went to high school with and you tried to get away from.
You see what I'm saying? And then like, oh, I am a nerd. I am a geek. This, this, and this. And you're like, no, you, you, you're just following a trend. You're just, you're just like everybody else following a trend. Okay. That's all I, look, that's all I have to say about that. I had to get that off my chest. Now, let's move on. It's not, I ain't gonna say it's gonna move on. It's, it's, it's along the same topics because I, I really like, even though I'm doing this podcast, like I really distaste and like have a disdain for social media because people have grasped on the social media as validation to not having a personality. Like they get on social media and will say things they can't even say to people's face. They'll get on social media and like literally like try to downplay someone's greatness or like, oh, he's cool, but oh, she's this, this, and this. Oh, congratulations, but really don't mean it. But at the same time, you would never say this to this person's face at all. So it's just like so social media has given people Okay, you know that emo kid that sits in a corner that never speaks? Okay. They've given a, a voice to the emo kids to basically try to bash everybody who's doing better than them. And even if you're not doing better than somebody, regardless of that fact, you can fake it till you make it. But at the same time, it's it's given a voice to like dickheads, trolls, and like people to actually like do things they wouldn't do in real life. Okay, let's let's pick something. Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all a little story. So I have a cousin, right? Like, and I'm not gonna name him. We're just gonna say he's my cousin. So my cousin um, recently got married, and I'm I'm gonna tell y'all how social media is, and. Y'all, y'all can y'all can just email me, laugh about it or whatever. But I'm gonna tell y'all how social media just like fucks up relationships, fucks up friendships, all that kind of good stuff. So my cousin just recently got married, not even a year. Okay, so she, the the woman's she's very nice, she's a very sweet lady. Um, she has her own business. She 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 has actually a very good job also. So what happens is. My cousin works for a, a very prominent company here in the city. And at this plant, this, this company, everybody everybody knows if you work here, you're going to end up cheating on your spouse or significant other because the way the hours and everything are set up. Like they have gyms, they have beds, locker rooms, all that kind of stuff at this place because people pull like 12 to 16 hours and they might need a little rest and have to come right back. Okay. So he takes it upon himself to to get what you guys in the social media genre call um what's what is it called? A work wife. That's that's what she he called her first. He said, he said it was my work wife. He's like we would come to work, flirt with each other. She might bring me food sometimes, but the work wife turned into texting and 
hiding sh- stuff on Snapchat and and deleting calls and stuff on Instagram and 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 just deleting. Once you delete something that you don't want your spouse knowing about or your significant other knowing about, you're cheating. Period. You know you're wrong. The karma the karma has caught you. So let's let's put that out there. If you have to hide anything from your significant other, you're cheating. So before y'all question anything behind that. Okay. So moving on. So as we are, as he's explaining what happens, him and the girl end up basically having relations and it, it went on for a minute. So a year and a half comes around. Their second year anniversary is coming up. So they've had the baby. Um, the young lady he's having the affair with ends up pregnant. Okay. He give, gave her money to basically get rid of the baby. Like she told him, like, I don't want it. You know, I just want to enjoy my life. I'm still young. I think she was like 22 or something. But she didn't. She took the money and went on vacation with some girls or something. I don't know. He was telling me about it. I was just like, wow, okay. And she ended up miscarrying anyway. Look, he said, thank God. I was just like, whatever. Excuse me. I had to wet the whistle there. So on top of all that the young lady gets pissed because now she wants a full-fledged relationship with him because he got a raise so he got a raise she wants a full-fledged relationship he's married so what does she do vindictively she scrolls facebook instagram searches 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 for his wife inboxes his wife all the 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 text messages and inboxes they've been doing to each other since the beginning okay so with that being said now the wife which i respect her so highly she took it she took it hard but she did it respectfully like knowing we just got married i have a baby i have to take care of and he, he begged for it. He said, please don't leave me. They went to counseling. And they stayed together. Now, this is a sidebar for those who who think something is wrong with this picture. Well, I can never. Or, okay, well, if you can never, well, don't get married then. Because there's bumps and trials and tribulation when it comes to marriage. This is a sidebar for, for people. If you can't honestly, true, wholeheartedly forgive someone from cheating, when I say wholeheartedly, like never bring it up again type situation. If you can't do that, don't forgive the person. Just say, okay, I, I, and move on and leave him alone. She wholeheartedly forgave him. Like she, like they got in arguments after that, but she never brought up the cheating. She never threw it in his face. That's why I said I respect her a lot. So, time went on. What does he do? He emotionally cheats. Now, 
everybody's asking what's emotionally cheap the women know what i'm talking about guys i'm about to explain what i mean first let me explain this men have no defensive conversation and what i mean by that is men don't have that instinctive to tell a woman to back off some of you do i'm gonna say about five percent of you do the rest y'all have no clue a woman will say you're sexy a woman will say you're handsome and you'll say thank you and leave it at that but it leaves a door open for her to keep coming back women when a man like oh you're so beautiful this this and this thank you i'll let my husband know thank you my boyfriend thinks those also let them know there's someone in your life asap cut it off stop inboxing me stop texting that's defensive conversation y'all men have none now emotionally cheating is this and he did it in a so messed up way like it was so wrong like i couldn't blame her for leaving him like i couldn't even knock her so what he did was he left the young lady alone but he found another young lady emotionally to conversate with and what he did was he lied well i ain't gonna say he lied he he defensively went and told this young lady all the things that were flawed about his wife and that's something you don't never do like all the flaws he has she has never told anybody i don't care if he leaves stuff on the floor i don't care if he digs like in his booty and smell it yes i said that i don't care if he drinks out the milk carton i don't care if he pees on the toilet seat all that stuff is y'all stuff to know and keep to y'all he took it emotionally twisted it and basically told the young lady like oh she does this and says this to me oh she does this and says this to me oh she doesn't like to do this oh i'm so tired of this so basically he was building a emotional relationship with this young girl to down the woman he was with right now but at the same time he was lying about it like you're basically lying and capping to get pussy that's what it was but the young lady i think he told me the young lady was like in a completely different city or something so he only said he only did it because he knew she was in a different city and i said you're emotionally cheating everything you're talking about that's bothering you you're supposed to take to your mate period and if you can't take to your mate that's not the person you're supposed to be with if you're not comfortable enough to talk to the person about any and everything something is wrong like i'm not gonna judge you if you bring something to me if this is how you feel this is something i have to deal with but at the same time okay so he's emotionally cheating lying to the girl about his situation with his wife now the young lady actually catches feelings for him so with that being said she wants a relationship now so now he has an issue he has to figure out who what why when and where he gonna have to get this young lady off his back now all that with the fact that 
okay, you didn't lie, cheated, and talked your way into this girl's heart. And now she want to be with you. Now you got to explain to your wife that you again have cheated. And now it has to go that way. Wait, pause. Another sidebar. The young lady was stalking him. She had took pictures, came up to the city. She was basically like far worse than what the first young lady was. Now, I'm going to say this, y'all. If you cannot emotionally bond with somebody, don't waste nobody's time. Don't fake it till you make it because you're wasting somebody else's time completely. I swear you are. Like you, you are completely wasting someone's obligation, time, span, all that kind of shit. If you cannot be honest, and I'm talking about brutally honest, if you can't tell your mate they stank before y'all having sex, if you can't tell your mate, I don't want to suck your dick because it stink, or I, I can't lick your pussy because you smell. If you can't be that brutally honest with your mates, then you don't need to be with that person. With that being said, all this is going on. The wife knew already. She knew. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of deep. Like, and she kept her composure about it. She didn't flip out. She didn't do anything. What she did was she went to him and said, we don't belong together. She said, basically, she came, she, she told me, she called me, we and her had a conversation and she told him, she said, we don't belong together. She said, we did at a time. And she said, she said, and I enjoyed it. She said, but I'm not going to cry anymore after, about this situation. She said, we don't belong together. She said, we can co-parent. I have no issue with that. She said, but in a relationship, she said, never, never again. So they're co-parenting wonderfully now as friends. But in a relationship, I told him as a family member, I said, don't. I said, you you got to heal yourself. I said, you have to get yourself together before you even think about going after a, a real woman, somebody who's going to be your backbone when you can't do it. Oh, excuse me. I had to wet my whistle. So, here's the question. Nerds, blurs, geeks. Was it easy dating or did you have that awkward, introvert, shy conversation? Who made the first move? You did? They did? I'll tell you mine. I made the first move and I did it like in the most retarded awkward like I did it as a joke but we both backed up and like was like hey this could work type situation like I hit on him as a joke (laughs) and it was like oh okay like okay but he's my best friend and 
I think me, myself, if you're going to be with someone, my grandfather always told me, he said, it's not about loving someone. He said, it's about respecting someone. If I can tolerate you longer than 20 minutes in a room and we really not say nothing, he said, he said, I know I can love you. He said, because he's like, I'm really not a talker. He said, I can just be by myself, things of that nature. And I can. I can be by myself. I have no issue with that. If you have not found self, you're going to reflect a lot of toxic stuff back onto yourself when you find someone. A lot of people don't know your friends, your loved ones, and the person you're in love with is a reflection of who you are. And if you get a lot of toxic stuff from that, it's something you need to work on yourself before you ask for for the ancestors, the universe, whatever you believe in to bring you somebody. Dead serious. You got to work on you. Spend some time with you. Find out if you like playing in the rain, walking on the beach, if you like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches 3 o'clock in the morning, or if you like a glass of wine every time you come home from work, or if you like to meditate and be have like 20 minutes to yourself every morning, you have to find out what you like. Because people don't understand. It took me, word is born, it took me 30-something years to love every inch of me. Like, I'm talking about from the tippy top of my head to the bottom and soles of my feet. To love every inch of me. Like, because everybody around you is telling you you're ugly, you're fat, you're this, you're this, you're this. And and some of those things you're believing. So, the guys or girls you're getting involved with are basically aggressive, toxic, putting their hands on you, and you're not understanding. Why? Why am I getting this? Because you don't love yourself. You don't love yourself enough to know you don't deserve any of it. You don't love I wouldn't put my hands on me. I love me. I'm beautiful. I'm wonderful. I am awesome. I am awesome. Yeah. Like you gotta walk in a room and understand Beyonce can be in one corner or Michelle Obama could be in another corner Oprah could be at the bar it could just be so many people that's doing stuff but you gotta be so confident in your soul, in yourself to walk in that room and know ain't nobody like me I love who I am I am just so wonderful because all those women they will tell you if you I've watched the the Michelle Obama documentary, the Oprah one, Beyonce, all that kind of stuff. They've all had insecurities. And there's some of them are still working on them. But in order for you, and I've watched, that's why I said I disdain, I just, just, just can't stand social media. If you watch people's social media feed, they'll let you know mentally what's wrong with them. They'll say some silly stuff like, oh, I love the way my hair look, I'm, but I might do this. Or I love how I look. And then like a day later, like I'm going to go on a diet, blah, 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 blah. I'm just doing it for me. Okay, you're doing it for you. 
if you're doing it for you, why do you need the validation of putting pictures up on Facebook? I got a lot of pictures of me because I'm about to make a transformation, but I'm not putting it on social media. I want to see the transformation for myself. I want to go to photos myself and look at them. I don't need any validation to to 10 to 300 or whatever uh, validation of likes. And, oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of myself. If you are truly proud of who you are, you don't need a lick of validation from nobody to tell you, go, girl, do this. You, you don't need it. Because it's always going to be that fake person, that fake friend, that someone that's behind closed door like, she ain't going to do it. This, here we go again. And those become your voices in your head. Because you can hear that person's voice or you can see that person's face. You guys have to understand self-love is a powerful thing. When you get comfortable in your own skin, it feels so good. It feels so good. You don't have to like, I didn't understand for a very long time. Like I would walk into a room. And I'll be having a good day. And I would just have the cutest little smirk on my face. And I'm wearing something basic, like a t-shirt, like a little nerd t-shirt with Pac-Man or something on it. Some some basic sh- pants. My, my, my locks are in a ponytail or something. And you get these looks like, or who she thinks she is. Like, and I'm telling y'all. I would look, I'm very observant around my surroundings. I've watched people's movements. I look at that, I feel their energy because I, I carry crystals. So you couldn't tell me people's vibes were not off. And I had to sit back and pay attention.